0: Welcome back to the Hot Tip S Daily Pick Show for UFC 266. Finally got another pay-per-view on the cards. I don't know why the UFC and Dana were waiting so long for this one. You know, it's been almost a month and a half, probably longer than that, since the last main or the last pay-per-view event. So, um, But he gave us a pretty good one here. Got a lot of great fights. Honestly, I don't remember having a UFC card quite this big in some time. So let's just jump right into it. I'm time with the first bet. The first fight of the night, Jonathan Pierce taking on Omar Morales. Morales to 11 and 1 in his pro career. Jonathan Pierce is 10 and 4. Um, and you know, Morales did get a pretty good win over Shane Young in his last fight. Um, really, you know, rebounded from that Jida Kadid fight that he, he had the, you know, the fight before which honestly hasn't really turned out to be that bad of a fight. You know, that is, is probably a pretty good loss to have on the record and he is just a very, very strong fighter. For Jonathan Pierce though, comes into this one following a TKO win over Kai Kamaka you know didn't you know didn't look impressive in that UFC debut against Joe Luzano um, but he did you know rebound here in the second fight and, and I really do expect a pretty good fight against him Morales here again in this fight um, for Pierce you know likes to push pace in his fights he's a very athletic fighter got a pretty good striking skill set um, one thing he's gonna have to do better here against Morales though is defending those kicks you know Morales is a very good kickboxer not to to mention just a very good boxing striking skill set in general and Morales has got the two and a half inch reach advantage so um, definitely something Pierce is going to have to work on um, and if Pierce isn't careful you know those leg kicks can, can definitely end the fight very early for him um, however you know Pierce is a decent wrestler he's got a, a ground and pound that can you know be a problem for opponents you know and I say decent wrestler he's not the best wrestler in the world his wrestling skill set um, definitely leaves something to be desired but he can get guys to the ground and just beat the crowd Crap out of him. Um, you know, his only, you know, finish, or he, because he is just a great finisher, his only decision victory coming all the way back in 2015. I believe it was his second fight of his pro career. Um, so definitely a guy who likes to finish guys. Um, and Morales, though, you know, he, he is a guy who's patient. He waits for his op- his opponents to make s- mistakes and get his opportunities. Um, and he's got some good takedown defense. So that's something that Pierce is definitely going to have to try to to work around. Um, but I think Pierce grappling and ground and pound um, makes this fight. You know gives him the edge here in this fight and really I think it's, it's gonna be a hard competitive matchup for Morales here um, I think this fight, you know gets finished in the second round. I think Pierce probably gets a knockout. Maybe it's a mission um, But I think he knocks him out. So like Pierce plus 131 here in this fight Now, second fight on the card: Nick Maximov taking on Carl Robertson. Maximov undefeated, six and zero, making his UFC debut in this fight. Carl Robertson nine and four in his pro career, and you know he's on a two-fight losing streak. Um, You know both those losses against Brendan Allen and Marvin Vittori uh, coming in the first round. You know both via submission, and in fact, all four of his losses. Um, in his pro career here have been via submission, which doesn't necessarily set him up great against Maximov here in this fight. You know, Maximov coming out of the Diaz camp and you know, in that contender series victory over Oscar Kata, um, you know, he took that fight on very short notice up to weight classes. and he looked good you know he won the fight you know it wasn't the most polished fighter in the world um but given the circumstances he did look very good in that matchup and he's got the submission skill set that robertson is gonna really struggle against you know um he has a a good matchup for this fight honestly for maximov and robertson um his striking though does leave something to be desired for maximov um he does have the two inch reach advantage which you know should help him out a little bit here in this one but for robertson um you know he has more experience He's fought some big names in the ufc he's had some big ufc fights before so that definitely gives him an advantage here on a pay-per-view you know making their ufc debut debuted on the pay-per-view never the the easiest task in the world um and Robertson is not the worst fighter on the ground he can definitely do damage um, and he has his own submission skills no doubt but the fact that his submission defense is just so lacking you know it just seems like he's constantly on the ground and if he gets locked up you know we've seen all four of his losses come via submission and in those last two fights he really just struggled to defend himself when he got to the ground. Um, honestly, I think he has a better chance if he keeps this thing on the feet because he is the better striker than Maximoff heading into this fight. So that would really be Robertson's path to victory here. But I think Maximov is the better fighter. Honestly, I think his path to victory, get this thing to the mat and try to just find a way to submit Robertson. Um, but also don't go out of your way. You know, just use the ground and pound, use that grappling skill set. But I think Maximov is a really good prospect he's a really good up-and-coming fighter you know i could end up eating my words on this one but um i think he gets a pretty easy victory here i like him minus 115 in this fight Now the next fight on the card euros medic taking on jalen turner medic 7 and 0 in his pro career turner 10 and 5 and for Turner, you know got the win over brock weaver in his last fight And he's just a guy who I have loved to watch fight. You know, Medic um, won in his DUSC debut against Alan um, Alan Cruz. And, you know, he had a pretty good, you know, KO in his debut. The contender series fight were both, you know, good knockouts for him. Um, And he's only had one fight in his career go longer than one round. No fight go longer than six minutes. So definitely Medic is a guy who's going to come out aggressive and look to knock you out. You know, he he likes to come out with that. He likes to come out swinging but Turner's not a weak guy. He's a guy who can definitely take some punches and has powerful hands himself. You know, eight knockout wins in his career. likes to pressure people in the octagon and he's going to want to, you know, come out aggressive and, and fight like that too. You know, I did want to take, you know, maybe the under in this fight. I ended up laying off of it. Um, but I think Turner is able to, to kind of keep medic at range a little bit more. Um, I think the four and a half inch reach and the two inch height advantage is definitely going to help him. You know, Turner is just a very, very big guy. Um, and he's got a decent ground game. So, you know, I think if he can get medic to the ground and really, you know, try and, and grapple with him a little bit, it can definitely help. You know, he's not the best wrestler in the world, um, by any means with medic, also not a very good wrestler. Um, honestly, we could see this thing stay on the feet and just, you know, slug it out. I would not be surprised, but submission for Turner is not off the table, you know, has two on his record. Um, and he's really just a guy that both these guys are just guys who are, are looking to finish a fight as quickly as possible. Um, for For Turner, though, you know, he's got to be patient. He's got to wait for his opportunities. If he just tries to come out swinging um, and and just go knock out medic, you know, medic might find something. Um, And same for medic, though. Both these guys really, I think the patient fighter in this fight is going to win. Honestly, I think that's going to be Turner. You know, while medic is a good striker, has some good footwork. Um. I just don't think that he is at near the level that Turner is coming to this fight. I think Turner is, is still just straight up the better fighter. Um, and even getting a little bit of plus money, um, depending on the odds here, you know, it's it's a pretty even fight. Turner, you know, a little bit slight underdog here. Um, I think Turner just has way more value here. I think he gets the KO in round two, taking Turner plus 105 in this one. And next, a fight that... <laughs> everyone who was waiting for on this card, Robbie Lawler, Nick Diaz too. Um, you know, Robbie Lawler, 28 and 15 in his pro career, and Nick Diaz, 26 and nine. And we can talk about these two skill sets all we want and in, in, in everything about it. But there's just a couple of points for these two fighters that just make this fight so, so interesting. I mean, the first being that they fought all the way back in UFC 47, back in 2004. Um, and Nick Diaz got the win in that fight, But we sit here, you know, what, (laughs) 15 years later, these two fighters have changed very much since that last fight. You know, Robbie Lawler comes into this one on a four-fight losing streak, you know, hasn't had a win since 2017 when he beat Donald Cerrone, you know, lost to Magny, Covington, Askren, you know, it hasn't had the greatest fights here of recent, but at least he's been in the octagon you know nick diaz hasn't fought since that anderson silva fight in 2015 that ended up being a no contest um and if we go you know looking for his last win you got to go back to all the way to 2011 when he fought bj Penn. you know october 2011 so um these two fighters are are aging to say the least but i think it's a a very intriguing matchup a a very good matchup between these two fighters um you know robbie lawler is a, a you know a guy who is a good striker we see a lot of striking for him also a decent Grappler, um, but it will be interesting, I think, with a five-round fight here. You know, um, you know, the Diaz brothers obviously the the two guys are getting five-round fights um in non-made event, non-title fights. Um, and I absolutely love it. I think we should have more five-round fights, you know. It just makes it all way more interesting. And it's just honestly, you know, I could talk about you know what Nick Diaz has done in the past but it's just impossible to know what he is going to look like in a fight six years after his last fight. Um, you know, if we see, you know, video clips, interviews, stuff he's posted, he looks like he's in great shape, but let's be honest, every fighter looks like they're in great shape and you know, he's going out and doing press tours like that. So it's hard to really get a good read on that. Um, I think he could honestly get a finish in this fight. We've seen Robbie Lawler kind of degraded in his last few fights. And Nick Diaz with the combinations with the footwork with a two inch reach advantage in this fight, I think he could have an advantage. You know, the, the odds are dead even. Um, but honestly, I, I, I could keep talking about this. You know, Robbie Lawler is going to, you know, going to try to avoid getting stuck up against the change. And I think if Robbie Lawler can come out fast in this fight, he has a better chance to win. But really, it comes down to one thing. Nick Diaz is fighting at the UFC again, um, and I absolutely love that. So this might just be a fun pick. This might not be the, the greatest analysis in the world. But if Nick Diaz is on the card, I absolutely have to back him. So um, I think Nick Diaz gets his first victory in a nearly a decade. Honestly, I think he could finish Robbie Lawler in you know the third, fourth, maybe even fifth round. I think we could see a knockout. So I'm taking Nick Diaz minus 115 here in this fight. And finally, the final fight of the night, the main event, Alexander Volkanovsky taking on Brian Ortega. Volkanovsky 22 and one in his pro career, Brian Ortega 15 and one. So, you know, both these guys, a lot, a lot of combined wins between them. Um, and obviously, we saw, you know, the ultimate fighter leading up to this fight between these two but when we look at this fight, you know, just breaking down the fight here, Volkanovsky, you know, comes into this one after defending the belt against Max holiday, the split decision victory in that one. Um, Brian Ortega looked very good in that last fight against the Korean zombie, who I believe was last October. So these are definitely two fighters who are looking very good. You know, um, I think Volkanovski is going to want to box in this fight. He has the two and a half inch reach advantage with, I think is, is definitely going to help him out. And I think he's going to look to close range with that, you know, advantage. I think it's, it's, gonna definitely help him he's really just a more accurate striker in my opinion and i think he definitely has an edge on the feet against brian ortega not to say that brian ortega is good you know he definitely turned thing around against the korean zombie after that max holloway loss um but his striking, while it's it's good. I don't think is near the level that Volkanovsky's is. He does have pretty strong Brazilian jiu-jitsu, though, um, a very very strong grappler. So if Ortega can get this thing to the mat, I think he could definitely have an advantage from that aspect. Um, but I think with Volkanovski's leg kicks um, that are going to help him, you know, control the range, control the pace of this fight. A very strong wrestling, you know, background. Not to mention a improved grappling skill set. You know, Ortega might have the advantage grappling, but it's not like Volkanovski has no grappling ability at all. Um, I really think with a five-round fight here, I think we see Ortega get a little bit tired out in the later rounds not to say that he has a bad gas tank or anything because he definitely does i just don't think it's near the level of of volkanovsky i think volkanovsky is going to have more stamina in this fight um you know volkanovsky is defending the belt um obviously i think that that not saying gives him an advantage because that's not the right word um but definitely you know is in the back of his mind um i think he's going to pull away in the later rounds i think this goes to decision though i honestly don't see either one of these guys Getting a finish of any means. I would kind of be shocked if that did happen. Um, I'm not completely shocked, but um, I don't really see it ending like that. I think these two put on a pretty good fight. I think Volkanovski comes out victorious in the end. I think he gets the decision win. Um, so taking Volkanovski minus 175 in this fight. That is it for probably our biggest UFC betting card in, in quite some time. I don't remember the last time we had five fights that um we were betting on, but it looks to be a very good one. If you haven't already checked out the computer model picks on hot definitely head over there, check those out as well as got college football, NFL action, um, up on the website, up on the YouTube channel. So go take a look at all of that. If you're not already following me at hot Tip best Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there as well as on the best Stamp. app. You can get early access to all the picks, post all the picks up on best Stamp right before I record each episode. Also follow the hot tip best uh, main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date on all of the computer model action, as well as if watching here on youtube hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on for this card absolutely stacked ufc card got a couple more pay-per-views coming up here in a few weeks that are great so um dana's definitely ending the year off very strong here so thanks for watching today's show i will see you guys tomorrow